Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance that underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer. I hope you're well. hope you're staying healthy. We have just had an announcement here in the UK from the government. This has been recorded on the 23rd of September. So a few days before you're listening to this. So most of you will know that the government has asked people to work from home if they can. So with that in mind, I thought if we're settling in for the next potential six months of working from home, I think one of the big limitations is that we aren't getting enough movement into our day. And I have talked about this on the pod before. I've talked about movement snacking, which I'll explain very briefly in case you're new to the show. I've talked about other things that you can do to try and stay energized. But what I want to cover off in in this particular podcast is five things that you can do, five things you can purchase or ideas that you can take on board to help you move a little bit more. Because I do think uh, as it gets colder outside, we may be less inclined to go out. This lockdown's obviously been throughout summer and now here we are in autumn, soon to hit winter. And it's generally a time when we don't want to get out and about and, and exercise outside quite so much. So here are your five things. Number one, it's movement snacking. So as a recap, um, we did do uh, some previous podcasts on this, but as a recap, movement snacking is the idea of getting some sneaky little reps in every hour. So for example, uh, this week I've been doing five push-ups, five kettlebell squats, 10 kettlebell swings, and I do that every hour. And when I've done it, I go over to the whiteboard and tick it off because you get a little hit of dopamine, you know, you feel good about yourself because you've done that. And over the course of a working day, you know, I might aim to do that every hour. So eight hours I might be in the office for, but I actually only end up doing it for six. And I'm okay with that because there will inevitably be a, an hour where I'm on calls and I just don't get around to doing it. Um, but it has meant that I've done, in some cases, 30 reps of each exercise and 60 reps of the other if I'm doing five, five and 10. So I'm happy enough with that. That's 60 reps, 60 sneaky little reps that I've got done during the course of a day but I haven't got sweaty and I haven't had to go home and shower, etc. So movement snacking is the first tip for, for getting energized. And I'd say it was almost the biggest because we were designed to move little and often. If we think back to ancestral times, you know, we didn't go out, hunt something, bring it back to the camp and then sit down for the rest of the day. We were on the move. We were doing a sort of constant level, fairly constant level of low activity. Um, so movement snacking is tip number one. Tip number two is let's make this really simple. Let's just ask you to commit to 60 seconds every hour or even 60 seconds every couple of hours. So this is the one minute movement, uh, hashtag one minute movement, if you like. And in that one minute, you could do something like walk down press ups, for example. So this is where you you're standing feet slightly apart and you walk down, so you put your right hand, then your left, then your right and your left until essentially you're in a plank position or the push-up position. You perform the push-up and then push your hands back towards your feet to get back into a standing position. Your knees don't touch the floor unless you really need to do that to modify. 
So you'll probably get, I don't know, maybe eight push-ups done in a minute. Maybe you're quicker than that. Maybe you're slower. It doesn't really matter. It's a compound movement. So you're moving uh, all the muscles, sorry, all the joints of the body. You're moving the ankle joint, the hip joint, uh, the shoulder joint, the elbow joint. So that's a, an effective way of the one minute movement. Uh, and the other idea is to perform a squat. So a body weight squat. And then as you come up out of that squat, you throw a fast combination of four punches, jab, cross, jab, cross, or put another way, left, right, left, right. And you just put your timer on your phone for a minute and you squat, throw four punches, squat, throw four punches. Really simple stuff. And that's 60 seconds. You will get your heart rate up a little bit in 60 seconds, but you definitely won't get anywhere close to working up a sweat. So one minute movement is is the idea number two for you. Third one is thinking about the piece of kit that you spend most of your day behind or sat at. And that, of course, is your desk. So I like to combine um, a mixture of sitting down at a conventional desk, which I'm sat at right now, but then hacking it or turning it into a standing desk. And you can spend a lot of money on these things, but you could also just put a pile of books, a pile of magazines and uh, put your laptop on top of that um, or your screen on top of that. And you've hacked a standing desk. You could also use an ironing board, so you could position that anywhere in the house um, and then put your laptop on top of that. You could use a windowsill or for about £25, if you plug laptop table into Google uh, or Amazon, it'll bring you back a range of options. And for about £25, £30, you can get a fairly decent, pretty stable standing laptop table, which is forms a standing desk. So that's number three. And I would did think heavily about that because... Or think strongly about that because if you're sitting for too long, it, it's not good for our posture. We know that it puts a lot of pressure down the spine. It elongates the muscles, for example, the quadricep muscles. It's just not great to be in a sitting position. We really want to be standing and sitting and locomoting, so moving, walking. So any chance you have to, uh, for example, point number four, get out on a walking meeting, take that opportunity. So at iTech Media, where I'm the head of well-being, um, and with all my other clients as well, I, I really urge them to consider walking meetings and perhaps consider doing some meetings via a good old phone. The reason for that is we tend to get a bit hung up on Teams and Zoom as uh, an alternative. You know, we have to be seeing someone. But actually, if you know someone well and you have good rapport, there isn't really any need to, to look at them on the screen. There's often that delay. There's the little cut where we over, you know, we, we talk over each other inadvertently. And it puts pressure on you to to maybe be presentable, um, to maintain eye contact. I sometimes feel relief when our cameras are turned off. And I sometimes opt to take a, a call on the phone just because it's easier. It's a different energy. And sometimes I'm up for that. And the other major benefit, of course, is that I can take that person on a, on a walk with me and have the call that way. Whereas it's trickier to do on... Uh, you know, on, on a Zoom or a Teams because someone ends up looking up your nostril as you're holding the phone by your waist um, or you switch the camera off and you put it in your pocket because you don't want to walk around with your phone out in front of you. Either way, it's just simpler to go for a good old fashioned phone call. So that is also something to think about walking meetings. And the way to do that is it's easier to have a phone call than a, than a Zoom or a Teams. So that's point number four. And then point number five to wrap up is how you bookend your day is so important. It can be so important for the energy that you have throughout the day and very important as well for circadian rhythm. So I bookend my day with careful exposure to different types of light. So I'll bookend the morning 
with lots of natural light exposure. The minute the sun's up, I'm out in it. And that's because I've got a dog and I take her out for a morning walk, which I've come to realize is probably the most important thing that I do all week. I love spending that time with her and that time in my head as well. It's super important for me. And then I bookend the end of the day by carefully controlling my exposure to blue light, which, as you probably know, is emitted from televisions, from artificial lighting overhead, from lamps, from tablets, uh, smartphones, laptops, etc. And the reason that I protect myself from that frequency of light is it's widely believed to suppress melatonin, which is a little hormone secreted from the pineal gland in the brain, which makes it feel sleepy. So exposure to blue light essentially is telling the brain, don't produce melatonin, don't get ready for sleep, we're not done yet. And that, of course, is not the desired effect that I want from eight, eight o'clock onwards in the evening. So I bookend the day with careful controlling uh, of, of certain frequencies of light, certain types of light, but also with movement. So I'll have the dog walk in the beginning of the day, as I said, and I'll finish the day at around five or six usually with a light workout. That's most days. And in between, I'll try and get as many steps done as I can, ideally 10 to 12 and a half thousand. So that, or they rather, are my recommendations to you. So to recap, movement snacking, uh, the one minute movement idea. So anything for a minute, jumping jacks, anything at all, really. And that in itself is a movement snack. But if a movement snack feels like a bit much, the one minute movement might work for you. Thinking about how you can hack a standing desk into your day walking meetings and not always going for Zoom or Teams, but sometimes doing things over the phone, different energy, and it gives you more freedom to roam. And then thinking about how you bookend your day. So I think if you take a lot of that on board, as we look to continue the working from home practice for many of us and into winter months as well, where it's a bit less appealing to go outside. If you think about that and implement that stuff, it'll stand you in really good stead. So I hope that's been helpful. As always, feel free to share this. In fact, please do share this with anyone you think would benefit from hearing it and do stay healthy. And we're going to bring out lots of content on how to stay resilient and immune to viruses and bugs of all different kinds, because I think that will be very topical as well. But if there's anything else you'd like to hear me talking about just give me a shout at leanne at bodyshopperformance.com and have a very good week stay healthy talk to you next week if you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies head over to our website bodyshopperformance.com you'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health iq quiz so if you'd like to find out more about how you sleep your mental health your energy your body composition digestive health and your overall fitness for the rigors of life take our short health iq quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end that's over there at the website bodyshopperformance.com